Hello, everybody. All right. Hi, you are listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject while enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. I'm Carrie. And um, today I don't have a shot because it's so fucking hot, but um, <laughs> I do. Fair. I do have a margarita. I'm already a margarita in. I'm feeling good, and I've got another I'm one. Excited for you. I am a cup of coffee in. That's my adult beverage. <laughs> At least you'll be awake with me. <laughs> a half-calf cup of coffee. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, it's been a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure has. <laughs> it's been a week. Sure has. Mm-hmm. Though, I will say some good things, though. I was able to get into a really good exercise and eating routine, so I'm feeling good. pretty good. Except good. that I left my fucking pregnancy pillow at my parents' house. Oh, no. So I have every goddamn pillow in my entire house in the bed. Oh. <laughs> and it's not working. Oh. Can you go get it <laughs> but this weekend? it's okay. No, because they're going to Florida. But it's okay. Because tomorrow I'm going to the doctor and they're going to meet me in Bowling Green and give it to me on Good. the way to Florida. Good. So... <laughs> <laughs> but I was like fra- frantically texting my mom like can we meet halfway where can we I've got to get this pillow like it's not working I'm not sleeping like you have to <laughs> you have to you have to give it back I got <laughs> you all have the to way give it home. back <laughs> yes like I literally I got all the way home I was on I was turning on my road and then slammed on the brakes and said fuck <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> and I called my mom and she was like, we're not coming that way. Like, that's not on our way to camping. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> and I guess I had assumed, I guess I had just assumed that my dad, when he went down to get my suitcase, would see it sitting there and get it. And I should never have assumed any of that ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was stupid of me. So, Yeah. Knowing my luck, they'll forget it and meet me and be like, we're just don't, meeting to have dinner. Don't say that. Don't put that yeah, into that the world. Yeah, that would be really bad. Text, would be really bad. Text them tonight and I'm be like, can you please right put now, the pillow in the car so that <laughs> I am sure that you will bring it. <laughs> I'm texting her right now. Is the pillow in the car? <laughs> It's the pillow. She texted me earlier. So there's this really good gelato place that's in their neighborhood and it still hasn't opened back up. Uh-huh. So the whole time we were down there, we were walking and I we kept walking past it every single night to see if they were open, <laughs> if they would open. <laughs> you know, because yeah. most, most ice cream places, they'll, they'll let one person in at a time with a mask on or whatever. Like there's safe yeah. ways to do ice cream. There's already sneeze guards and all that shit in place in an ice cream place. Yeah. So like if you're going to open a restaurant back up most of them aren't dine-in anyway you know so it's like fine Mm -hmm. um just wash your hands and you're good yeah so um we so she texted me just now and said the gelato place is open (laughs) (laughs) just thursday through sunday but they put in a window so you can go up and order oh and then she said we we went back home to get money (laughs) (laughs) i feel that (laughs) 
I was like, yeah, I totally get it. But <laughs> they sell out immediately tonight. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, that's, like, the best part of going on walks with them is that you end up in with at the gelato place and you get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ugh. So you've burned the calories mm-hmm. and then you, you, you eat them again. <laughs> that's how working out r- works, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to get back on my Noom train. I need, I'm going to print off my stuff for that tonight and um good text my coach back (laughs) um yes you should do that yeah I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit because I was working like every day and was just exhausted and didn't you like I wasn't even through it yeah I'm sure because it was your last day this is Kay's first week of freedom yes I'm free it's fantastic I the the one of the last nights I was working, um, this older gentleman uh, walked in to return movies, and I saw him drop a couple of movies off in the thing, and it was like all right, it was eight o'clock. I was already cashed out, mm-hmm. and because I we cash out like the second we close, so we can get out of there, and um, so I saw him kind of lingering. In our little waiting area. And I just kind of hid behind the counter for a minute. Like, <laughs> maybe he'll go away. But it, it, that was not going to happen for me that day. So I, I moved back to the computer to, like, grab grab some stuff to get ready to, like, close the rest of the store. And he knocks on the door. And he's like, I just need to re-rent this. I'm like, dude, my my systems are down no. for the day. <laughs> like, no, I can't do We're that. closed, bro. And and he was like, but they'll penalize me if I do it tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, because it's late. It's already done. The system's <laughs> down. Yeah. If I bring the system back up, it's not going to think it's today. It's going to charge you for tomorrow or whatever. Like, yeah. And I don't even know if that works, yeah. bro. <laughs> I don't even know if that's really how it works, but that's what I say because I don't give a fuck. Yes. <laughs> like, and there's boundaries for a reason. Yeah, and then he just dropped it in the slot, acted all mad, and went outside and started talking to the manager of the other store outside, like sitting right outside the door. And oh, no. I, I called my friend and I'm like, dude, like. I kind of don't want to walk out there. I'm afraid that man's going to beat my ass. Like, <laughs> over a dollar. at you. Yeah. And. Oh, my God. It's always a dollar. Yeah. And, it's always a dollar. And I'm booking it to my car. And the manager from the other store takes off running after me to get some ibuprofen. But I was like, huh, I'm trying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, I couldn't be too mad. He was like, no, the guy wasn't really mad. He was just talking to me about it. And like, it's fine. And I was like, I still wanted to get out. <laughs> I I was at my car <laughs> when he finally caught up to me. I oh I was gosh. fast. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. It was, which is funny. That's a funny lead in, isn't it? All these women just know to run <laughs> when there's yes. an when there is a threat, because we are talking about <laughs> what? <laughs> because we are talking about hive mind. Yes, 
How how does that tie in? I'm confused. Yeah. Eh, okay. Oh, I get it, kind of. I'm sorry. I ruined it. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I only fine. have three brain cells. You ruin all my jokes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. All the blood in my body is in my uterus right now. <laughs> Legitimately, it's not in my brain. It's okay. <laughs> I wasn't ready. (laughs) You have to be on it. You're fired. I'm sorry. I am. I am. I'm fired. This is what did it. (laughs) This was the straw. This is the last straw. Oh, good Lord. You should see how cute Rocky is being right now. He's got his head in his food bowl. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Uh-huh. I saw an ad for Etsy the uh-huh. other day. Yeah. And I almost screenshotted and sent it to you, but I thought you would explode. So I didn't want you to die, so I didn't send it to you. But you ca- there is someone on Etsy who makes very, very tiny crocheted guinea pigs. <gasps> yeah. They're like smaller than your thumb. I want fifty. And they're so cute. <laughs> Please God, them and, sk- and send it to you. I at but least I was like, want oh one. My God, <laughs> Kay would pee herself. I, I would. There was one who's who's the same color as Rocky that oh. I saw. Yeah. Oh, I saw this really funny meme <laughs> that someone at like they'd taken a picture of two guinea pigs and one was just like laying there and there was another one like trying to hump it and the one that's laying there <gasps> has text over it and it said me trying to social distance in the grocery store <laughs> and the other <laughs> one said <laughs> the person behind me in line. Yes. And it's so true. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I'm done. Mm. I'm done. So, yeah, so Josh and I decided not to go to Florida next week, which I'm super bummed about, but mm-hmm. I mean, apparently, like he's on it too. Like he's so paranoid. He's and rightly so, but he's like now is the worst possible time to go because everyone's been pent up and everyone is going to be at the beach right now. Yep. Now that everything's opened back up and no one's going to be careful. Like you can't trust anyone because everyone fu- so many people think it's fake. Yeah. So many people have removed themselves so much from it and I just, you know, what the thing that broke me was the fact that like the pool, I don't know if I've talked about this or not, but like the pool at our complex is shared by the high rise people sometimes because their pool is really tiny for some fucking reason. Mm -hmm. And so like at the best of times, that's annoying. But now it's like, I don't know if are you going to put some kind of restriction that says like this is just our pool? Yeah. Are the common areas going to be open? Are there going to be people like using our gym area and stuff? Like, I just need to know like... And there was just too many question marks, besides the fact that I would would be 30 weeks pregnant and have to pee a lot on the journey down. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows the conditions of the gas stations we would have to stop at. You yeah. You know, it's just not... 
not safe. Besides the fact that on top of that, everyone that's going, they're like, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to like pack freezer meals or, you know, whatever, so that we don't have to go out to eat. And Josh is like, but that's like part of the fun of being on vacation is you get to go out to eat and go to all the cool places. And Mm -hmm. he was like, it's just such, it sounds like such a half-ass vacation. We'll go next year. Just, (laughs) yeah, I don't care that we're out 700 bucks for the condo. Like I'm done. Yeah. We're not going. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I hate that you're out all that money, though. Yeah, it really blows. Uh, They they should have to let to let my cousin use it. Yeah, so it'll be okay. It's whatever. I would rather just be out the money and not have to worry about any. I would just it's okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah, but I they still should have refunded that for you considering everything well, they, that's going not on. Going to, but they're not going to. I didn't ask them to. Yeah, I know. But it, that's just the it's a courtesy thing. Uh, that might just I be know. me. But But I also don't want them to close is the yeah. other thing. So, I own it. Like I'll pay my dues. Like mm-hmm. I'll pay what I'm owed for this week cuz that's the agreement and the contract that I si- signed, but Mhm. They also said they weren't going to allow renters, and then they changed their mind. So I, like two weeks before, so there's no way I could have found somebody to rent it. Yeah, you know. So if they'd been closed, then they would have refunded. Yeah, is the thing. It's just too much. It's too many variables. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad at them. They're doing their best, and if my money is what keeps them from closing and means I have a place to go next year, I'm cool with it. Yeah. So that's be okay. fair. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. so enough of my bitching. I'm just really sad. I'm going to have to get a, a, an inflatable pool or something from Walmart so that I can yeah, <laughs> kind of <laughs> pretend to be at the beach a little bit next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so this week we're talking about Hive Mind. Also known as Groupthink. Yeah. So... Um, <clears throat> shall we get started? Yes. All right, cool. All right, so I've got a couple definitions. Um, as someone who has newly acquired three hives of bees, I'm pretty excited about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> bees are adorable, by the way, everybody. Mm-hmm. You should not kill them. Everyone should get bees. Um, we have the best bees, though, <laughs> I will say. Ours are the sweetest and cutest. Oh. So, um, and all three hives have queens. So we're doing great. We're gonna yeah. have honey, like soon. I think. Good. So it's gonna be awesome. I'm so excited. So, We've been um, using a lot the more. First whole... Oh yeah, I bet a lot more honey. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably yeah. come to you for honey. It's. I'm really excited. That's what we kind of figured is like our first kind of couple batches of honey will be like to give away to people to see if they like it and Mm -hmm. to experiment with making shit out of it. And like there's a whole section of stuff to make with honey in the back, like soap and uh, like skincare stuff and all just tons. I can't even think because I have three brain cells, but that's like all I can think of because those were the two things I was excited about. Um, (laughs) We've been making. um, There's like a shit ton of stuff. So I'm really excited. We've been making these little protein bites that mom and I both really like with honey and Mm -hmm. peanut butter and chocolate chips. Yeah. Sounds awesome. And oats and 
Stop, you're gonna make me hungry. <laughs> um, okay, so a hive mind, um, not to be confused with a beehive, um, a hive mind is a notional entity consisting of a large number of people. Oh, excuse me. Goodness gracious, my child is <laughs> kicking me. Um, <clears throat> consisting of a large number of people who share their knowledge or opinions with one another, regarded as producing either uncritical conformity or collective intelligence. Nice. I like I that definition. I also have another definition, because that one was kind of high-minded. <laughs> um, yeah. Just a little bit. Hang on a second. I have to take my bra off. I can't do this. I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, my child is a snuggler. Oh, and really likes to snuggle way up into my rib cage. <laughs> and it fucking hurts. <laughs> Baby, it really hurts. It's one of the reasons I'm ready to evict it. <laughs> I, I'm done. <laughs> I'm really done. Oh, God. It doesn't matter how many bra extenders I use. It's always too tight. Oh. Ugh. By the end of the day, it's always too tight. The other night, I went for a walk legit with no bra on, and I did not care. <laughs> can't say i blame you i was just like i can't i can't breathe i can't do it (laughs) oh golly okay sorry about that okay so (laughs) another definition from dictionary.com that i found um is psychology sociology a a collective unconscious analogous to the behavior of social insects in which a group of people become aware of their community i'm so sorry become aware of their commonality And think and act as a community, sharing their knowledge, thoughts, and resources. The global hive mind that has emerged with sites like Twitter and Facebook is a good example. See, that's fascinating to me. That's one thing that I've really been looking at in my sociology studies because it's just, Mm -hmm. it's happening so quickly. I'm just going to do bee noises throughout, (laughs) (laughs) throughout this. Sorry, everybody. But, uh, sorry, not sorry. Okay, um, so, (laughs) and then I found this cool little tidbit, um, from a guy on Psychology, uh, Psychology Today? Yeah, Psychology Today. Um, it says, hive mind, an open mind with a strict door policy. Ooh. (laughs) And it's, like, for his little blog thing that he has, but I didn't, I couldn't find anything specifically about hive mind on his hive mind blog. (laughs) <laughs> he's a really good writer though i was really upset that i couldn't find anything that directly applied oh um, he's got a very conversational tone and i really enjoyed him he's also from ireland so that makes sense um <laughs> but it's robert robert james king phd okay um <clears throat> and his little uh, there was just this little blurb that i really liked this liked that said thoughts from a bee it's it, <laughs> Thoughts from a beekeeper who also studies human behavior. A beehive has roughly the same number of neurons as a human brain. However, the former has a noticeably greater chance than the latter of producing something sweet and nourishing. (laughs) Oh, I liked that. I thought it was funny. (laughs) He's very dry, but okay. So, um, enough with the definitions. Um, this is something I've been really excited to talk about. Just because it's 
crazy. I think this is more what I thought when we were talking about the collective unconscious. Uh huh. You know, I think that's kind of what gets mis misused. Um, and this is what we're what we're really talking about is is groupthink. So I found yeah. this really cool article called "How to Recognize and Avoid Groupthink." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, groupthink is crazy. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of fall into it, especially now that we can all kind of find our own group online mm-hmm. um, and just kind of feed our own, feed our own opinions. I don't know, because we find that we find our own little echo chambers, mm-hmm. I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So it's kind of like know, Fox you- News. Yes, for Republicans. Yeah. And um <laughs> I've heard so you know, much Fox News in the past 2 weeks. Yuck. Might I suggest you invest in a pair of earphones, my dear? <laughs> I do. It's yuck. so loud. I have to yuck. go in and turn it off because my mom has it playing on the TV in the living room. She has it playing on the TV in her bedroom. She has it playing on the TV in the garage. And literally, I can't handle it. I I Sometimes have. I think your mom is fifteen. It would be different. <laughs> it would be different if her, it wasn't Fox I, News. <laughs> Sometimes I think she's fifteen because that's exactly what I used to do when I was a teenager and stayed home, <laughs> like home alone. Is I would turn on the TV in every room of the house to what I was watching so that I didn't have to miss anything. Yeah. Because this was before you could stream anything on your phone because my phone was a flip phone. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so this was written by Kendra Cherry um, and fact-checked by Emily Swain, um, April 18th, 2020. So this is very recent. Um, so, do, 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 do. Okay, so groupthink is a term first used in 1972 by a social psychologist, Irving L. Janus, that refers to a psychological phenomenon in which people strive for consensus within a group. In many cases, people will set aside their own personal beliefs or adopt the opinion of the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. So this is what Josh runs into a lot with his friends, because a lot of them have some backwoods opinions. And um, <laughs> yeah. he'll say something, and then he's like, we can still be friends and disagree. Like, it's allowed, and then everyone's, like, awkward for a minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when we disagreed the other day when we were doing a- an episode a while ago, and I was, you know, it was like, <laughs> you were like, but, but, but it's this way. And I was like, yeah, I, I know it's that way, but I don't agree with it. <laughs> and, and you were very upset. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we don't have to agree on everything, honey. It's okay. We can still keep going. <laughs> this I'm is where just... the podcast broke in half. Um, I, I'm just always so used to getting in trouble for thinking differently. So that's that's why it freaked me out a little bit. So like the fact that we could still talk after it made me feel a lot better. <laughs> like, Well, yeah, because that's how friendship should work. Yeah. <laughs> um. Goodness gracious. I won't say that I haven't unfriended people on Facebook lately because of their back-ass racist attitudes. Yeah. Um, that's only been one person. I was just like, man, I don't need you in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, but at the same time, I've, I don't know. I feel like racism is one of those that you can kind of be like, okay, we don't need each other. We yeah. We need to be around each other. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a big one. 
Yeah. Um, it's not debating whether or not a movie should have been released. <laughs> so, um, that's a little bit different. So, yeah. um, so people who are opposed to the decisions or overriding opinion of the group as, ho- as a whole frequently remain quiet, preferring to keep the peace rather than disrupt the uniformity of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't say that there's not a time and a place either. Like, yeah. there's a lot of things that when I was going to work, there were a lot of things that got said that I didn't necessarily agree with. But it's also not the time to give a room full of men a lecture on sexism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? When we're supposed to be working. Um, mainly because I didn't want to be labeled as that guy and then never get invited to lunch again. But also, you know, it's just not... It's not worth the time. They're not going to change their opinions. Yeah. So the only time I did was with regards to AIDS. There was something very ignorant that was said about AIDS. And I was just like, do you know what you sound like? (laughs) Is it 1980? (laughs) Stop it. Your wife can't catch AIDS from her coworker that she shares an office with. Are they planning on fucking or using the same needle? Then I think she's fine. <laughs> he was like, well, I guess he's obligated. He, like, has to tell people. I was like, yeah, in case he bleeds out all over the floor. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Even then, you're probably not going to catch it. Yeah. It's just to make sure everybody knows that he has to keep it, take it seriously if he gets a paper cut or something. He's going to have to clean his area. Like, it's it's not a... It, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, I was like, you are part of the problem. Anyway, (laughs) you are othering this man. (laughs) This poor sweet man who's just trying to live his life and be courteous. Jesus. (laughs) I just dumped water on myself. Okay. That's fun. So, um. It'll dry. Okay, so um, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about understanding it. So, why does group think occur? So, think about the last time you were a part of a group, perhaps during a school project. Ugh, I was oh. always the one doing all the work. Same. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that someone proposes an idea that you think is quite poor. However, everyone else in the group agrees with the person who suggested the idea, and the group seems set on pursuing that course of action. Do you or, voice your dissent, or do you just go along with the majority prob- opinion? It depends on the situation. <laughs> or you have a fantastic idea, and everyone ignores it, and then the project ends up getting split into Being everybody stupid? can do it individually, and you do it the way that you decided to do it, and you get uh, the highest grade that you can get. Nice. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so I it depends on the situation for me because sometimes, I mean, sometimes no one really has, a lot of times, especially like when I was a teacher, we would have faculty meetings and we would do little group activities or whatever at mm-hmm. our faculty meetings. And sometimes I was with some insecure people and so I would try to be like, okay, so who has ideas? Because mm-hmm. like I don't want to be the one who takes over and does everything because I'm creative. Yeah. And it was also usually at the end of the day and I didn't have any brain cells left. So mm-hmm. um, I would always try to be like, oh, okay, you know, like, yes, that's great. Even if I kind of thought it was a little bit dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it was just like, you know, we're all adults. We can 
deal with a little bit of cheesiness or a little bit of dumb and we'll just make it work you know yeah. and so it's there's that situation and then there's also the situation when i if if we're going back to high school like i would probably absolutely just go with whatever because i was just trying to get through the fucking day <laughs> I I just have to say, stop putting me in groups. If I haven't said that I want to be in a group, do not put me in one. For the love of yeah. God. We are adults. We don't have to work together like that anymore. Stop it. <laughs> I pay bills. <laughs> That's not true, okay? I pay bills. Oh I shouldn't God. have to work with other people who are stupid. That's not true ever at all. <laughs> oh my god. What world do you live in? <laughs> oh my god. Mine. Uh, I don't y- like working own, in apparently. groups. <laughs> I can tell. Jeez. All right. So um, <laughs> in many cases, people in- end up engaging in groupthink when they fear that their objections might disrupt the harmony of the group or suspect that their ideas might cause other members to reject them. Um, or... I'm going to throw this in if they don't give a shit and are just trying to get through this school day. Yeah. Um, Janice suggested that groupthink tends to be the most prevalent in conditions where there is a high degree of cohesiveness, situational factors that contribute to deferring to the group, such as external threats, moral problems, and difficult decisions. (laughs) External threats like, you know, having an ogre for a boss. Um, (laughs) And structural issues, such as group isolation and lack of impartial leadership. Interesting. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's I don't I don't work in a toxic work environment, right? <laughs> it's been really nice to not be in that environment, but I still feel the stress of it. <laughs> yeah. I get that. And I feel I feel warm and fuzzy inside of me when I know that I can start my day at, at the time that I want to start my day. <laughs> because I'm a fucking adult. Yeah. And treat me as such. Exactly. Oh, goodness. Don't put me in a I group. don't work at a place that has shifts. So I don't need to be managed like I have a shift. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good lord. Um... So let's talk about some symptoms. Okay. Okay. So Janice identified eight different quote unquote symptoms that indicate groupthink. And it's really creepy. And you're going to realize that we're all a part of this now. Mm -hmm. So um, illusions of invulnerability lead members of the group to be overly optimistic and engage in risk taking. So that one, not so much. Um, (laughs) But that's more of like a cult or gang yeah. Type of thinking. What? Oh, I was just thinking about like. Never mind. What? Never mind. You don't get to do that. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about the time I played with the Ouija board <laughs> with my friends. Oh, okay. Because we all thought we were yeah, safe let's together. Not do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's, let's not. not. Do that. There's not safety in numbers. Do not. Um, okay, so- ever. <laughs> Don't do that anymore, please, ever again. Oh, no, never. I won't even look at them. (laughs) Good. All right. Number two, unquestioned beliefs lead members to ignore possible moral problems and ignore the consequences of individual and group actions. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, rationalizing prevents members from re- reconsidering their beliefs and causing them to ignore warning signs. This feels like... I- I'm seeing a lot of, of patterns here in the white supremacists that are talking a lot. Mm-hmm. Like on the news and stuff. People who don't think that they're white supremacists, but they're saying things like that pe- they're trying to erase white history. Yeah. the history of white people you can't erase the history of white people (laughs) are you fucking kidding me we've white people have been obliterating civilizations for fucking centuries you can't erase that shit (laughs) but you can take down all the symbols of white supremacy and attempt to you know be a better fucking person yeah (laughs) and maintain equality and make amends for the bullshit yeah that's what you can do all history that we learn is white history are you fucking kidding me a fucking statue of a kkk member who was a general at the confet in the confederacy erected in the 60s to suppress black people is not going to erase white history no i think it's fine (laughs) Jesus. I caught up on John Oliver this week, by the way. Nice. I have a correction for at the end of this episode, by the way. Don't let me forget. Okay. Because I just forgot until just now. So, um, (laughs) okay. So, um, stereotyping leads members of the in-group to ignore or even demonize out-group members who may oppose or challenge the group's ideas. All of this sounding familiar? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) um another one is self-censorship causes people who might have doubts to hide their fears or misgivings yep and then oh this is interesting mind guards act as self-appointed censors to hide problematic information from the group yeah so this is kind of, and I don't mean to shit on Republicans, I'm really not, or people that are pro-life. I'm just, it's all, all I can think about right now. And um, it, it's like when you float all of the problems that would happen if we were to ban abortion. Mm-hmm. Or when you float all of the problems that would happen if you were to, you know, I don't know, say that you don't have to give health care to people if, who are trans. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you were to, like throw out some issues there and then people just say nope 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 but but this is what we but this is what i think and then they don't question the people just refuse to look at the entire problem they're just fully concentrated on one aspect of it exactly and again you know what if you're pro-life you don't have to get an abortion yeah you can choose to never get an abortion in your entire life you have that right it will not that's be forced on you. That's why we believe in the choice. Yes, that's why we believe in choices. <laughs> you get to have the choice. Yeah. And I get to have the choice to do it if I want to mm-hmm. or if I need to for my health. Yeah. Um, it's the beauty of choice and freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so illusions of unani- unanimity... Sorry, unanimity. I that fucking word. Yes, unanimity. That's a fun one to say with your tongue. Uh-huh. Um, 
Uh, So illusions of unanimity lead members to believe that everyone is in agreement and feels the same way. See if this sounds familiar. Everyone agrees. Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks so. Mm -hmm. I'm right. Everyone thinks so. (laughs) Who does that sound like? Everyone failed that test. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's just, I mean, you know, that's how the president thinks. Yep. And that's how he talks all the time. Everyone thinks this. Everyone believes me. Everyone says that. Yeah. No, they don't, you motherfucker. (laughs) There was some survey that somebody posted that was like, this many people think that uh, this percentage of the population thinks that the Confederate flag is a symbol of Southern pride or whatever, and only this amount think that it's racist. And I was like, you didn't pull the entire population. No. That's not legit numbers. And then it would also, what was really funny was that it said that um, people who believe it's racist are atheists and liberals and people who don't <laughs> think so are not those things. And I was like, oh, that's weird that, that they're saying that Christians are also wildly racist and ignorant. <laughs> yeah. I that's learned terrible. I learned this week uh, where the Southern Baptists came from. Do you want to have a fun lesson on that real quick? Um, I oh, grew God. up. I grew up in the Southern Baptist uh, Church, like w- was seriously yeah. Southern Baptist. Um, apparently, they separated from the Baptist group because they believed that slavery was legal and fine, and oh, it was no. a loving relationship between master and slave. And <laughs> what? Yep. Mm-hmm. No. And thinking back on it, they also believe that Jesus drank grape juice and that you shouldn't dance or you'd go to hell. Yep. (laughs) Thinking back (laughs) on it, I did hear that verse a lot. I haven't been able to find it since (laughs) I started reading. I I heard they would read some verse in my old church that was like, um, that was like the good relationship between masters and slaves and so I, completely taken out of con, uh, taken out of context. I'm guessing. Yeah, taken out of context or just not fucking in there because I haven't been able to find it. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds <laughs> like some bullshit somebody at a clan meeting would come out with. Yeah, yeah. So glad that I'm no the longer Grand part Wizard of that. Goblin or whoever the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> bunch so, of dorks. Yeah. So glad that I'm not part of that church anymore. Oh man. Not to shit on all Southern Baptists, by the way. There are some good no. people there. There's just there that it's important to know the background of things. Yeah, it's oh, important Lord. to know where that all came right. from. <laughs> yes, and why it's Kinda predominantly like white. You can't get you can't get <laughs> mad and say it's not really a racial stereotype if you don't know anything about the racial stereotype. Yeah, that they're oh my god. Someone was like, how can they say that that's racist when they're named Quaker? And I was like, because what? (laughs) What kind of a... First of all, you don't have an argument. (laughs) Because, no, Quaker is not a race. Yeah. It's a religion (laughs) of white people. (laughs) Yeah. And this is based on a... On a racial stereotype. So <laughs> what? What are we comparing? Not apples to apples. Okay. No. So anyway, back on topic. So um, 
there's just a lot of things. I'm just seeing a lot of patterns. Um, and then the last one is direct pressure to conform is often placed on members who pose questions. And those who question the group are often seen as disloyal or traitorous. So that's when, you know, you offer something that's contrary and then everyone jumps on you and makes you feel like shit, kind of. Yep. The only time that's appropriate is, again, when we're talking about racist and basic human rights. Yeah. Which aren't left or right, in my opinion. It's called being a fucking human. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. whatever. Okay. So, uh, let's talk about the benefits and dangers. And then we got a couple more things, and then we're done. Okay. So, um, uh, groupthink can have some benefits. When working with a lot, which is true. Uh, when working with a large number of people, it often allows the group to make decisions, complete tasks, and finish projects quickly and efficiency, efficiently. Um, however, this phenomenon still has its costs. The suppression of individual opinions and creative thought can lead to poor decision-making and inefficient problem-solving. So, like, let's put this in the context of a workplace. So, when there's bad leadership and lots of rationalizing and things like that, and people are the people in charge are ignoring warning signs, and there's... You know, self-centered, just so many things where you're keeping your opinions to yourself because you don't want to rock the boat because you'll get screamed at and an hour and a half lecture on why you're wrong and Trump is Lord. Like, it's just like, what does that have to do with this t-shirt order? Um, That doesn't sound personal at all. (laughs) No. And so you're, um, (laughs) you know, you're, you're sitting there and you're not asking questions and you're not coming up with new ideas because you don't want to have your time wasted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so then that means that they're not allowing anyone to, um, I'm trying to think what, what am I trying to say? You know, they're, they're not really drawing on the benefits of their employees and their employees' individuality. They're suppressing all of that to make, to force them to be more like themselves, to be more like them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Instead of saying, oh, these, this person has this strength and this person has this strength and... Let's play on that and let's see if anyone actually has an idea. Like, here's my idea for our team, for how our team should work. What do you guys think about this would be a great start to restructuring your entire company before making it terrible. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, <laughs> um, and that's where things can then become inefficient and you can have some really disgruntled people. Um, mm-hmm. But they're not going to say anything. And then you're going to wonder why everybody quits. So, um, <laughs> so causes, um, a number of factors can influence this psychological phenomenon. It tends to occur more in situations where group members are very similar to one another. Groupthink is also more likely, which can be great. It can mm-hmm. be great. If you're in a group where people have a, have a similar opinion and then you can foster, cre- bounce ideas off each other and fully function as a unit creatively, beautiful things can happen. But when it's in a situation of oppression, it can be really bad. Yeah. Um, groupthink is also more likely to take place when a powerful and charismatic leader commands the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, situations where the group is placed under extreme stress or where moral dilemmas exist also increase the occurrence of groupthink. Oh my God, I forgot I have an update for the house with the Trump 2020 no more bullshit sign in their yard. Really? Please yes, tell I was me. Walking past, yes, I was walking past the other day and they had their garage door open. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when I realized I'm never letting Hamlet pee on their grass. Like, I'm never <laughs> sitting foot. Like, I really want to go rip their sign down, but they would absolutely kill me and eat me. Oh, yeah. How they bad was that garage? Their, they have... They have, I mean, okay, well, their yard is filled with cars that are all in various states of being beat up. Mm-hmm. So that will um, give you an image of the uh, the type of white person that this is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and their garage has a barbecue fridge in it, of course. And on this fridge, in red spray paint, there is a smiley face on the freezer with X's for eyes. Oh, and then it says beer in big capital letters, and then it says Trump 2020 on the fridge. Naturally. And I was like, so the person who did that <laughs> isn't a rational human. No. <laughs> because who commits to an election year that hasn't been decided for their <laughs> fridge for the rest of eternity? <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. What? Like, this person like would fucking... be totally fine. This person would be totally fine with an authoritarian regime under our terrible president. Yeah. Absolutely. Sounds a little Texas Chainsaw Massacre-y. It's, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. It's really not great. <laughs> Um, and I was like, you know, I just was thinking, I was like, you know, Trump's not helping people like you. He's helping the 1% wealthiest people in the entire country. Yeah. Like, you're voting against your own interest. <laughs> and ruining your fridge. <laughs> I don't, I don't, okay, whatever. I just, it gave me shivers. Yeah. Um, anyway, prevention. <laughs> Mm. So there are some steps that groups can take to minimize this problem. First, leaders can give group members the opportunity to express their own ideas or argue against ideas that have already been pro- that have already been proposed. With and I'm going to insert here and say without screaming at them mm-hmm. or making them feel stupid. That would be a great environment to work in. Um, yeah. <laughs> breaking up members into similar independent groups can also be helpful. There are some more, here are some more ideas that might help prevent groupthink. So, I mean, I'm also going to say just number one, question everything. Mm -hmm. It's the biggest lesson that I learned when I was in college is question everything. Question everything. All of it. Remember when you're studying history that history is written by the victor and then read the other side of the story. Mm -hmm. Question everything. Initially, all right, so number one, let's talk about what's actually in the article now. So um, initially, the leader of the group should avoid stating their opinions or preferences when assigning tasks. Yeah. Give people time to come up with their own ideas first. Huge. Great when you're a teacher, too, to make sure you don't do that. Give, like, one very basic example to get people started, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, Please give at least, least one, one example. Like Yes. Just one. And very, very basic, and then say you can't use that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when the kids pull you over and say, well, what do we do? You say, uh, no, you're going to think about it, and I'm not going to do it for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to think about it. 
So, number two, assign at least one individual to take the role of the, quote, devil's advocate. We always need a devil's advocate. Yeah. Always. Uh, Number three, discuss the group's ideas with an outside member in order to get impartial opinions. Great. Love it. So, you pull in somebody from, I don't know, like, the art department or from purchasing or, you know, wherever. What do you think about this? Do you see any holes? Um, number four, incur- that also fosters a really great work environment, just saying, because mm-hmm. people feel like your their opinions matter, <clears throat> and then they feel confident, Yep. and then they feel like humans. It's really great. Um, inc- number four, encourage group members to remain critical. Don't discourage dissent or challenges in the prevailing opinion. Mm-hmm. So, remember, remind everybody to keep critically thinking and making criticisms. That's important. Yeah. Number five, before big decisions, leaders should hold a, quote, second chance meeting where members have the opportunity to express any remaining doubts. And don't just sit there and refute all the doubts. Give them their attention. Yeah. People have to feel heard. All right. So there's a couple of, um, uh, there, there's also a couple of, like, examples. So I just wanted, or observations, I guess. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to read them. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're really high-minded, and <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, blah, 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 blah. It's like the members' firm belief in the inherent morality of their yeah, group yeah, and yeah. their use of undifferentiated... Nevi- ne- yeah, Please no, 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 no. stop. We're not going to do that. I don't want to yeah, hear. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. I don't either. So, uh, yeah. So there we go. Yeah. It's pretty fascinating, Um, and it's important to remember that um because it's very easy to get sucked into that um especially because we are all so apt especially i mean you know i listen to podcasts that i feel comfortable with that won't make me angry because they don't generally challenge my opinions but sometimes they do mm-hmm. sometimes there's some there's and i can't think of an example right now but sometimes there have been opinions that i've had and then i've heard the other side of things and then i have weighed that with my own and it's it's changed my opinion. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, and my favorite we... is great with that. And so is John Oliver. And, you know, there's just, I like that. I yeah. like being challenged. I like when things make me think. So it's important to, yes, surround yourself with an echo chamber that makes you feel comfortable. But it's also important to throw in a few, a few curveballs every now and then. Yeah. To make, just to keep you on your toes and make sure you can argue your opinion when the situation arrives as well. And, I mean... It, we need to really normalize being able to ha- have had an opinion and then it change and that be okay. And it's not like you're yes. wishy-washy or you anything. It's just you got new information and it changed your mind. Yes, uh, we need that to, needs we to be need normalized. To make sure that we're educating each other. We need to educate each other and give each other the opportunity to learn. Yeah. So when someone posts something that you don't agree with, and you can say, "Hey, have you heard about this?" Mm-hmm. By the way, I still love you, man. Like saw your art the other day. Like you know what I mean? Just yeah. throw in something positive, a compliment of some kind, because people are a lot, a lot less likely to be on the defensive when they've got, you throw in a little bit of sugar. Yeah. Or um, like, as long as you're not being hateful. Like well, I've had a lot no of people get to be hateful. Yeah, I've had a lot of people get hateful with me, like on my old Facebook. That like I finally it got to the point where I just you deleted it, deleted yeah. it because I I couldn't deal with it. And like I mean I've changed a lot since I've started college. I mean I used to be 
a fucking Republican all the way. Like, had I not gone to college, I probably would have been sucked into the whole Trump thing. Be- oh, because, sure. like, I and wasn't... I was I was thinking about that the other day, that I had a friend when I was in middle school. She ended up moving away, but she was Indian, or half mm-hmm. Indian. Her mom was white. Her dad was Indian. Her dad practiced Hinduism, and her mom was Catholic. And one day I was at her house... And her dad came in with incense, and it freaked me out, and I ran home. Because I was brought up to believe that anything besides Christianity was demon worship. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And I think about that all the time. I'm so deeply embarrassed by that. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Especially now that I know what she must have been going through in fucking old, you know, in fucking Kentucky. Yeah. With a Hindu parent uh, surrounded by all these ignorant-ass fucking white people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which, I mean, I was 14 or, or, you know, 13. I didn't know any better. I was just swallowing what I was told, but... Yeah. I also had some weird-ass Sunday school teachers, which we've talked about in the past. But, you know, my mother and my parents were... I went home and told my mom about it, and she was like, what's wrong with you? Like, (laughs) that's not how we behave. (laughs) Um... I I just you, you know I oh God there there's so much I've completely 180. Yeah, I would think me too. that that was so cool now. Yeah, <laughs> please come in, blow incense over me for war for good luck. Like yeah, that's so cool. Uh, I think about that all the time. I feel so bad. I wish I knew where she was and I would apologize. I'm sure she's forgotten about it, but you know what I mean. That's one of those yeah. things where people are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But um. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was not cool. Well, you're also 13, and none of us are cool I was, at 13. Yeah. It's, well, <laughs> right, but I mean, we've learned. We, I guess yeah. the point is that we've both learned, we've both evolved, we've both questioned, and then come to the conclusions that we've come to, and the beliefs that we've come to, based on experience and based on weighing things, and, mm-hmm. and facts. Looking at facts. Yeah, that <laughs> Science, and... Uh- and facts and numbers and experience and is huge. That and also you and I are English majors at heart. And True. learning how to think critically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> learning how to think critically from that has really helped us both move away from True. just swallowing what we were told. And then True. create our own opinion. And there was also... And that's why English is important. You, but... <laughs> There's also, there was always a part of me that thought that something was off. Yeah. You know, so. Um, well, I was just, also, I was so. as English majors, to that point, we're also lo- used to taking a thing, breaking it down, and looking at it from multiple points of view to get all the shit and all the symbolism and all the foreshadowing and all the, all the perspectives and, and that. To, to get any kind of interpretation that could possibly become come from five lines of poetry or whatever, you know, Absolutely. and discussing it in a big group and respecting each other's opinions, because what I interpret from Robert Frost is not what you're going to interpret from Robert Frost, because we are different fucking people. Yeah. So we are all used to that as literature majors. Mm hmm. And uh, and the rest of the world is not an English major, no. <laughs> so they struggle. But it <laughs> but it is so important to learn those skills from English because yes. that's where you learn Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that was huge in my classroom when I was yeah. teaching too. I was like, meh, 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 meh. we're not going to shit on each other. Yeah. 
Nobody's stupid and nobody's opinion is wrong when it comes to poetry. Unless yeah. you're telling me that it's about a sandwich. In that case, you're wrong. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Your opinion is trash. Yeah, Water is like, wet. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I eat the box? <laughs> oh, Lord in heaven. I laughed for entirely too long at that comedy special. Okay. So I watched it three fucking times and made Josh watch it. <laughs> nice. My writing oh. friend sent that to me because I like I've been bouncing um, ideas off of her. Um, I've been doing that with her autism episode because she's autistic or they are mm-hmm. autistic. And um, they actually ended up watching that special like right after we talked about it. And they sent that to me and they were like, oh, my God, I'm going to watch the whole thing and find all of her stuff. Me too. We should give it a solid plug right now. What's yeah. her name? Hannah Gatsby. Hannah Gatsby. Yeah. Um. Um. She's fucking hilarious, you guys. She's a high functioning autistic Australian female <laughs> comedian, and I'm in love with her. I, <laughs> I am so in love with her. It's not even funny. I watched it, and, and I, I was like, honestly, this is for <laughs> Carrie right now. Yes. Oh, my God. It was so good. It was so good. I needed it. I truly was sitting here just cackling like a maniac alone in my living room. Oh, so good. She is. Just... And I was also reflecting back to when I was a teacher and I was putting myself in her teacher's shoes. Yes. And being like, oh, I miss life. What is the penguin oh. made of? A fucking penguin. I made a fucking penguin. That's a good answer. My, my student who had um who would bring every conversation around to haunted houses. <laughs> One of oh, us she at was heart. Delightful. She was delightful. Oh lord. Okay. Well, um, I think we've sufficiently derailed that, and yeah. we should take a break. <laughs> Yes, I've had to pee for an hour. <laughs> so no, I need let's, to pee too. <laughs> yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> All right. All right, so we're back. Hello. Hi. Um, okay, so I changed my notes while you were talking because I didn't realize the direction you were going in. So. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so I had an article on the emergence of a hive mind and whether we should worry about that or not okay but then you brought <laughs> up but then you brought up groupthink <laughs> and um well that's what it is <laughs> not exactly not the whole thing i i went science fiction kind of so oh, okay yeah, we're not doing science fiction <laughs> So, I did see that, too. I was like, oh, science fiction is what I was kind of thinking of, but we need to talk about the real thing. <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. That's why I said this was going to be kind of philosophical. And then you hit uh-huh. me with groupthink. So now <laughs> I went to with Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> it's because we're not a sci-fi <laughs> podcast, Kay. <laughs> I wanted to have fun. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? We're still having fun. We are. We can have fun with truth. Uh. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. You jerk. <laughs> I, I am just an escapist at heart. 
So that's, <laughs> and I am not. Yeah. And that is why we balance each other. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I went straight for the sci-fi. Um, so I have uh, some examples that I thought were pretty interesting on groupthink. So I, this is not the correct order, but I wanted to just jump to this one first. Um, mm-hmm. This was an instance, the 2016 United States presidential election. The 2016 one? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Yes, it was. <laughs> right. So in the weeks and months preceding the 2016 United States presidential election, there was near unanimity, I'm drunk, among news media outlets and polling organizations. Yeah. I love you. You're adorable. Okay. I can do this. Um, <laughs> among news media outlets and polling organizations that Hillary Clinton's election was extremely likely. For example, on November 7th, the day before the election, the New York Times opened. Why won't you just say opinioned? What? I think there's a mistake what? in the Wikipedia article. It's in the, fine. Really? Yeah. You think there's a mistake in Wikipedia? Yeah. Are you just going to read from Wikipedia? Come on, Kay. I had to change them while you were speaking. (laughs) Don't give me that. (laughs) Sorry for doing background on the facts behind the topic we did. I was thinking that the topic was going to be a little sci-fi. And you do the background. And I do. And I don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> because that's what you want to do. And then sometimes okay, you surprise me. me a little bit. <laughs> and so I had to truth? do... <laughs> I'm sorry that I surprised you with fact. No. Okay. <laughs> Here, Here's what happened. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> I thought... When we were talking about hive mind. Because uh-huh. when we talked about the collective unconscious, you remember. Okay. So I thought... Because there were some things you brought up in that. And I thought, oh, that's what she means by this topic. And so that's what I did. And then that wasn't what we needed. So here we are. It's okay. It's okay. We always dive into things and then find out that there's something else. Yeah. Except I didn't know. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I did try to it's look okay. at your notes to figure out what you were doing, but it you didn't do them until we started to record. <laughs> I know. I meant to do them like two days ago, actually. I was like, I should go ahead and get my notes done. So I have an idea and of then, what we're talking about if well, it's a topic so like I, this. I, well, I got sick and the week kind of got away from me. It's so okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. But now, <laughs> Wikipedia messed up. I'm not Michael Scott. I don't believe it is the end-all be-all. It messed up. <laughs> so, it, it put forth the opinion that Clinton then had a consistent and clear advantage in states worth at least 270 electoral votes. The Times estimated the probability of a Clinton win at 84%. 
Also on November 7th, Reuters estimated the probability of Clinton defeating Donald Trump in the election at 90%, and the Huffington Post put Clinton's odds of winning at 98.2 based on 9.8 million simulations. The disconnect between the election results and the pre-election estimates, both from news media outlets and from pollsters, may have been due to three factors. Failure of imagination, and that few news and polling professionals could accept the idea of such an unconventional candidate as Trump becoming president. Polling error, and that a significant number of Trump supporters contacted by pollsters may have lied or lied to or misled the pollsters out of fear of social ostracism. Or those that were willing to express support for Trump were undersampled by surveys. And that polls and electoral simulations would have likely been unable to account for the Russian interference in the 2016 United States elections. So that was a... Well, and the fact that he, like, misled everybody. My poor mother Mm -hmm. is so upset that she voted for him. Because he made all of these outlandish promises. And I was just like, Mom, you don't understand that he's... uh, If you don't know him... As a person already, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I could never have been taken in by his nonsense because I know him to be a crazy person. Yeah. Like, who lies? He's a lying liar who lies. (laughs) And uh, I don't know. He made a lot of big promises, which is fair. Mm -hmm. And so people who have never had much to do with him hear that and think oh he's got my best interest at heart when he's wildly been making promises like a fourth grader running for class president who promises that they're going to bring in pizza every day and doesn't realize that pizza costs money Mm -hmm. and that's why we don't have pizza every day (laughs) (laughs) because you would have to collect money from everybody which is taxes yeah (laughs) to pay for the service of that yep my favorite quote from Trump was, well, you know, healthcare turned out to be more complicated than we thought. I mean, who knew how complicated healthcare can be? Everyone, Trump, everybody else in the entire fucking world knew how complicated healthcare could be. Yeah. You can't just undo it and not and have say a plan. It's better. No. Oh, Lord. I can't. <laughs> I can't go down that rabbit hole. But, yeah, my so my poor mother is so upset. And, of course, now we're stuck between a rock and a crazy place. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not great. <laughs> what did someone say? I saw some quote about police brutality the other day about, like, retraining police officers to shoot in the leg instead of the head. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like choosing Joe Biden over Trump. He's yeah. the shot in the leg option <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah good but not great <laughs> either way we're better fucked. but that's not better but that's not hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right so Who's raped fewer people oh god <laughs> why is that something i'm considering when i'm voting i can't <laughs> Which one of you has fewer sexual assault allegations? Have you ever said, I'll just grab him by the pussy? Okay, I vote for you. (laughs) I'm so upset. We should have gone the sci-fi route. (laughs) I know. Well, you know what? Sci-fi is not what we do, honey. I know. I was hopeful. (laughs) Why would you think we would do (laughs) sci-fi? 
I'm sorry. I love you very much. I promise I'm not making fun of you, but that's just really funny. <laughs> I was in a place. <laughs> and I didn't we'll want to be about here. Science fiction. <laughs> I thought for sure there there was well, no it's other also <laughs> applicable. It's it's applicable to cults. Yeah, I mean, you could have done a cult story. I could have. Um, I played myself. I thought you were going to do something really cool like that. <laughs> we were not communicating well for this topic. We <laughs> clearly. This was. This was not great. <laughs> Good, but not great. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe someone will you think this done is Jonestown. Hey, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though. But you're right. Like this is the charismatic leader thing. Yeah. Made with threats, and he he said, and that's the other thing that I saw that someone um, someone was saying that Trump got more votes and stuff because he he's shouting danger, 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 as opposed to and and lots of negativity, which sits more sits more in your head and that lands more than oh it's chill and yeah I don't know that lands more with an audience, which is how Hitler came to power. So we should probably not vote him back. Yep. Or we'll never get rid of him. Um, <laughs> he's also tear gassing civilians. Like, let's, can we look at this, please? Like, he's trying to be a dictator. He's, be- he's butt buddies with Putin. Ugh. Like, let's, come on. <laughs> yeah. No. No. We do not need this to be the Soviet Union. Should we start my part over and just do Jonestown? No, you're fine. <laughs> okay. no, don't do Jonestown. That okay. would take you so much longer. No, you're okay. good. We can talk. Th- this totally applies. It's okay. totally fine. Okay. We can do this a second time if you want, and we can each talk about a cult. I love cults. Okay. We can do. I found. I heard about a really cool one that I'd like to talk about. Um. I still want to do that crazy lady named Terry. So yeah, yeah, and you can do that one, and I'll do this one that I just heard about, and it'll be great. Okay, we'll do this again, yes. and I won't we go will. sci-fi. <laughs> no, we don't do sci-fi, Kay. <laughs> this is a non-fiction podcast. <laughs> I'm not we a say fiction. For, <laughs> fiction is for is for Patreon sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> You're cute. <laughs> I've written over 100,000 words in the past month and a half. Yeah. By the way. Oh. <laughs> so wow. my my fiction brain is on. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, ooh, uh, fascinating. <laughs> and pulled ooh, science. Fasc- a literary concept. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> we should do that sometime. Because <laughs> it was really cool. Um, <laughs> we can just, like, talk about it, you and me, if you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. <coughs> so. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to go back a little bit to the start of this little section, because I thought that this was a really good way to put it. But mm-hmm. I also wanted to pull that Trump example out so people had a really good idea of what exactly we're meaning really when we when we want to talk about it here and why it's relevant to right now um so especially with all the white supremacy crap going on right now oh my god yeah 
Um, so groupthink can have a strong hold on political decisions and military operations, which may result in enormous wastage of human and material resources. Highly qualified and experienced politicians and military commanders sometimes make very poor decisions when a suboptimal group setting when in a suboptimal group setting. Scholars such as Janus and Raven attribute political and military fiascos, um, such as the Bay of Pigs invasion, the Vietnam War, and the Watergate scandal to the effect of groupthink. More recently, Dinah Beatty argued that groupthink was largely responsible for the shift in the U.S. administration's view on Saddam Hussein that eventually led to the 2003 invasion of Iraq by the United States. And we are still not out. Um, no. And it's 2020. We've been there 17 years. Um, after the September 11 attacks, stress, promotional leadership, and intergroup conflict were all factors that gave rise to the occurrence of groupthink. Political case studies of groupthink serve to illustrate the impact that the occurrence of groupthink can have in today's political scene. Um, so the Bay of Pigs invasion and the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, the United States Bay of Pigs invasion of April 1961 was the primary case study that Janus used to formulate his theory of groupthink. The invasion plan was initiated by the Eisenhower administration, but when the Kennedy administration took over, it uncritically accepted the plan of the Central Intelligence Agency. When some people, such as Arthur M. Scalizer, Skelsinger Jr., whatever the fuck his name is, is and Senator J. William Fulbright attempted to present their objections to the plan. The Kennedy team as a whole ignored these objections and kept believing in the immorality of their plan. Exactly what groupthink is. Eventually, um, Skull Singer Arthur, we're gonna call him Arthur, minimized his own yeah, doubts because that's a terrible last name. Yeah, um, it's too long for drunk tongues. Yeah. Performing self-censorship. The Kennedy team stereotyped Fidel Castro and the Cubans by failing to question the CIA about its many false assumptions, including the ineffectiveness of Castro's Air Force, the weakness of Castro's army, and the inability of Castro to quell internal uprisings. Janus argued that the fiasco that ensued could have been prevented if the Kennedy administration had followed the methods to preventing groupthink adopted during the Cuban Missile Crisis, which took place just one year later in October 1962. In the the latter crisis, essentially the same political leaders were involved in decision-making, but this time they learned from their previous mistake of seriously underrating their opponents. Um, And another one... we've run into a lot of groupthink in the White House in general oh yeah um well not even just in the white house but like in congress and all kinds of places where they're like you know deciding to deny health care to trans people and everyone's like the fuck yeah just want that what are you doing (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) you i'm pretty sure that goes against the hippocratic oath too um also what like (laughs) you're just trying to distract everybody from the bullshit that's still taking place racially in this country you're now you're gonna during pride month you're gonna throw out some fuck you to trans people yeah okay (laughs) like first of all we're all still at home and we still have lots of time to make sure that we say no to that yeah and still maintain the protesting (laughs) yep and it's uh i drove by some protesters yesterday on my way to get blood work done um, I haven't seen any, but that's because I live in a field. 
yeah so i don't leave my house <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. um but <clears throat> there was a protest in my town though in in the town down um the nearby town good that i again couldn't go to because i'm high risk but um yeah it's it's great we need it keep it going burn yeah. it down i don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> um people need to fucking learn it's yeah it's the way it goes yeah, after Martin Luther King Jr. was shot, there were riots all over the place and at least $17 million in damage before anything got done. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it makes sense <clears throat> that it well, happened this is again. One of those times, yeah, and this is one of those times, like, I think John Oliver said this, where we're all in quarantine still and we all are paying the fuck attention mm-hmm. to the news. And whereas usually this kind of thing would be like, oh, shit, that's really sad that that's still happening. And then we would continue with our lives. Mm-hmm. There's not a life for us to continue with, <laughs> really, <laughs> right now. Yeah. We, we're not busy like we were because everything's still not fully functioning. And so things are getting the attention that they need and i really hope that it actually gets changed yeah that reminds me i'm actually um western is planning on super proud of our governor for taking down that fucking statue yep continue um western is planning on reopening the campus next semester and like having everybody in face-to-face classes if it is possible um so i've been like now that I haven't been so involved in everything else, like I've been able to mm. actually read through everything, like read through the whole 30 page document that they sent out and give good critical feedback. And, you know, mm-hmm. like I've, I've been able to be involved. Like I, you know, That's I had, huge. I took the time to get a mail in ballot so I could vote and not have to worry about putting my family at risk by going and voting, you know, and, Mm-hmm. It's just... Yeah, I, 20, I just did my ballot. That's something I've got to drop in the mailbox tonight. Nice. Or to probably tomorrow morning, because it's very late now, but... Yeah, 2020 we'll is just... I think it's been a dumpster fire, but I also think mm-hmm. it's been what we needed. Because people yeah. are paying attention now. And everybody stopped and realized what was important. And it wasn't mm-hmm. what was important before. Yep. Um, I agree. Yeah. So I've got one more that I'm going to do. Uh, I don't want to do another, like, attack one. So I'm going to do the space <laughs> <laughs> the space shuttle Challenger Fair. disaster. Oh, I thought you, you said space, and I was like, K! <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about Star Trek. <laughs> no. No, we're talking about actual space. Yes. Um... So, NASA, which we all know, um, is a United States. NASA? Sta- <laughs> Sorry. Don't pull a Kubrick <laughs> on me. <laughs> NASA is the United Am I States. made of bucks? <laughs> What's the box's name? <laughs> Can I eat? the box (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) Ah. Um, Ah. okay so i'm so sorry okay so nasa is the united states government agency responsible for scientific and technological exploration and aeronautics in space 
On January 28, 1986, the U.S. launched the Space Shuttle Challenger. This was to be monumental for NASA as a high school teacher was among the crew and was to be the first American civilian in space. NASA's engineering and launch teams rely on group work, and in order to launch the shuttle, the team members must affirm each system is functioning nominally. The engineers who designed and built the Challenger's rocket boosters warned that the temperature for the day of the launch could result in total failure of the vehicles and deaths of the crew. The launch resulted in disaster and grounded space shuttle flights for nearly three years. The Challenger case yeah, was subject... That was really bad. Yep. And it, they didn't want to delay anything and nobody wanted to disagree or say, no, this billion dollar thing that we've done... Mm-hmm. Can't we, we the the weather's not right. We have to reschedule all this shit. Oh, and, and everyone died. Well, we'll talk about <laughs> it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We're getting to it. Uh, the Challenger case was subject to a more quantitatively oriented test of Janice's groupthink model performed by Esser and Lind- Lindorfer. Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> Who found <laughs> clear signs of positive antecedents to groupthink and the critical decisions concerning the launch of the shuttle. The day of the launch was rushed for publicity reasons. NASA wanted to captivate Ugh. and hold the attention of America. Having civilian teacher Krista, McAul- um, Krista on board to broadcast a live lesson and the possible mention by President Ronald Reagan in the State of the Union address were opportunities NASA deemed critical to increasing interest in its potential civilian space flight program. The schedule NASA... Great reason to risk everyone's life. <clears throat> oh, yeah. The schedule NASA set out to meet was, however, self-imposed. It seemed incredible to many that an organization with a perceived history of successful management would have locked itself into a schedule it had no chance to meet. And that, that is another awful example of groupthink in action. That's the negative effect, yeah. 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 Where nobody's questioning anything and then priorities get skewed and everyone's agreeing and you're afraid to not agree and yeah, it's... Yeah. When billions of dollars are at stake, I can understand. That's a lot of... That's what happens when in Space Force, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's... (laughs) I think he explodes... He tries to launch some prototype weapon, and it's like, how much did that cost us? And it (laughs) completely fails. And he's like, how much did that cost us? And the guy's like, four. And he goes, four billion? And he goes, four middle schools? That would have been the cost of four middle schools. Oh! (laughs) And he's like, fuck. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. Uh, Poor Steve. <laughs> All right. Was that the last one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, those See, were just still good. Yeah. They were just interesting little ones that I found. Yeah, I love it. Shallow Thanks. dives. Yeah. All right. Well, are you ready for a game? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, it didn't sound like that was a very <laughs> genuine yes. Okay. Um, well, this is our game, I guess. Called, <laughs> called If You if you Had To by Drunk Stoner Stupid. I think it's my turn to go first. It, it is. I said it okay, like that because so, I had already seen my card. <laughs> because oh, I texted because you a picture you of Star. Okay. Well, I texted you yes. a picture of Star. And, yes. yeah. 
Yeah, and then you saw. Yeah. Yours is hilarious. Okay. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so mine is, so if you had to, or I guess would you rather, uh, Mike Tyson is going on a Rambo-style manhunt for you. Or you text your friends every time you masturbate. That one. Yeah, I go with that one. <laughs> We're all so open anyway. I, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> At all. But I do not want Mike Tyson after me. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Uh, no. Oh, man. Well, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Oh, my correction. Okay. Yeah. So we were talking a lot about some... Uh, we, we had our two episodes um, regarding the movement, the civil rights movement that's going on right now. And um, I, I placed some doubt on defunding. on what, And I have since learned exactly what it means. So I will clarify. Um, this is an example of me learning, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Um, I will clarify that I did not understand. My concern came from where what usually happens in this country where things are just eliminated without other other things being put in. Like systems are just eliminated without a new system being put in place. Mm -hmm. So I have since learned what defunding means what in this con particular context. And um, I need to sh I wanted to share that just to clarify that I now that we're learning again. Okay. Um so, <clears throat> oops. Hang on. Uh, something happened with my screenshot. Hang on. Oh, you're Just good. Just a second. I'm going to find it again. I'll cut this out. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> so it's actually from one of my students who found this and posted it. Um, and it's because it's because they've put so many different responsibilities on the police and they're so they're stretched so thin that it's been criminalizing things that don't need to be criminalized. Uh-huh. Um, and also someone posted a really funny cartoon of um, how they've been defunding the education system for years. And there's a picture of a teacher looking at a police officer who's like covered in kevlar and all kinds of body armor and shit yeah and then the teacher says um nice nice body armor i have to buy my own chalk uh so like <laughs> you can see where things are very skewed and um a, a difference is definitely met so i i found this and it really hit me and it made me see what they what it actually means so i just want to share that real fast so um, okay it says what does defund the police really mean Imagine it's 2025. You're getting pulled over. A community representative approaches you to let you know you have a taillight out. They don't need your license and registration. They don't write you a fix-it ticket. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't afford a light bulb, you can't afford a $60 fucking ticket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're back on the road in less than five minutes. 
You swing by the store and grab a new light, not because you're afraid of what the city will do to you, but because you respect your community and know that having all your lights working is part of driving is part of the driving privilege. Mm-hmm. Your neighbors got into a spat, loud spat a few weeks ago and, without fear or hesitation, called a domestic assistance number. A counselor arrived and was able to talk the, t- the couple down and suggest solutions for their disagreement. No one was hurt. The kids participated in the discussion, and it's been quiet ever since. That's huge, because that's one of the things that keeps people from calling is because they don't want anybody to go to jail, and they don't want to be the reason that somebody has, you know, a record when really it could just be de-escalation that's needed or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um... Your friend has been struggling with addiction, and you fear they might be a danger to themselves or others. You call a substance abuse specialist, and they talk you, th- you they talk you through ways to help your friend get treatment. They offer to send an agent out to speak with your friend directly, and provide information on harm reduction centers in your area. Mm-hmm. Black and brown people are no longer being exploited exploited through tickets and fines to pay for police. Trust is slowly being fostered in the community. Teachers are being paid a living wage. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. And students are being given more time, attention, and education. Look at that. Books are up to date and classrooms are optimized to keep up with technology. Mm-hmm. Trump is out of office. <laughs> it's been a very long time since the name of a murdered black person was used as a hashtag. Casual racism is no longer tolerated. The KKK has been classified as a terrorist organization. As it should be. Mm -hmm. The Confederate flag isn't flown and has been removed from any official state flags or insignias. Mississippi. Most most Confederate... Looking at you. Most (laughs) Confederate monuments have been taken down and placed in storage or museums. That's where they belong. In a fucking museum. You trust... (laughs) I sound like Indiana Jones. (laughs) It belongs in a museum! Uh, you trust the investigation force to deal with crime the same way you trust firefighters to put out fires. That's what defund the police looks like. What we've seen in the past few weeks shows how overreaching and power drunk many officers are. We asked too much of them and then called them heroes despite evidence to the contrary. We let them think, oot shit. Oh no. I touched something. Hang on. (laughs) shit here we go of course in the last fucking sentence Mm -hmm. we let them think that they could get away with anything including murder it's time for a change yep absolutely yes i'm behind that if we're going to replace that system and make the police actually function as the police instead of also being domestic abuse counselors and kitten rescuers and (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah because that's not that's not what the police should be doing. They should be focusing on crime, and those things aren't crimes. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I also want to strongly recommend if you need some good hard facts um, to watch John Oliver's um, what episode was it? I feel like twelve. He he did a whole episode on the current the current climate mm-hmm. um, right now. That's fantastic and very powerful, and. I think it's important for everyone to see. Yeah. Um, and if you're offended, then sorry, but you should be. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But anyway, so I just wanted to make sure that I updated that and let you know that I am learning. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, we are learning together. And um, that was just, it was just important to me that I put that out there for our listeners to hear as well. Because that was. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know that's well what put. it meant either. So. Yeah. yeah. It was very, very well put. So um, anyway, I, uh, I definitely 100% thought that it meant just stripping away money and then not giving them resources to continue to do all the things that they have to do Mm -hmm. but that's not what it means so um anyway well did you have anything else or nope i'm good all right cool well we love you guys so much please continue to stay safe wash your hands for fuck's sake wear a mask and remember you are not a monster bye guys bye guys thank you for listening to talk crooked music is by gizla niebach Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at TalkCricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.